Shake the Room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on how thoughts become things. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Douglas Vermeeren on the mic. He has personally interviewed business leaders and companies like Nike, Reebok, Fruit of the Loom, FedEx, American Airlines, and others to share their success secrets with you. ABC and Fox Business refer to him as the modern-day Napoleon Hill, and he is also the producer of the new hit film, How Thoughts Become Things. And today, Fire Nation will be chatting about, do your thoughts really become things? How we can change our programming, the greatest influences on our thinking, and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Fire Nation, your online course journey starts today. Join Thinkific's first ever five-day course challenge and walk away with a complete blueprint for your online course that you'll be ready to put into action. Sign up for this free challenge today at thinkific.com slash fire. That's T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C dot com slash fire. Doug, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Hey, Fire Nation. Glad to be here. So here's something that a lot of people don't know is I actually do competitive mixed martial arts and specifically train in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So that's me. Wow. Did not know that. I actually have a couple <laughs> friends in Palmas del Mar, the community I live here in Puerto Rico, that do that and they rave about it. They actually try to keep getting me into the ring with them, but I'm a little nervous. So I'm going to hold off nah, a little it. bit. <laughs> you got to do it. You got to do it. Actually, it's hilarious. One of the speaking events that I did one time, I showed up with the black eye and it was totally a good talking point. So yeah, do it. It's fun. All right. Here comes my black eye. I love it. And Fire Nation, <laughs> as I was sharing during the introduction, we're talking about how thoughts become things. And there's nobody better in the world to have this conversation with than Doug, because he is literally creating the movie around this. So do our thoughts really become things, Doug? Expound upon that. It's kind of interesting, and maybe we're going to be a bit controversial here. I don't believe actually, even though I'm making the movie, that your thoughts actually do become things. Everything that you already want actually exists in some form or another. Like if you want a Ferrari, it already exists. It's not your thoughts that are going to make it happen in terms of the creation, but it is going to be your thoughts that allow you to manifest that. Mm -hmm. In other words, bring it into your life. So we, we need to get clear about that part. Sure. So the important thing here is, okay, I want a Ferrari. Obviously, just by me like thinking about a Ferrari isn't going to make one appear in my driveway. But me thinking about a Ferrari, there's one that actually exists and it's three miles away. It's in a dealership. But what I need is the money to be able to go down, hand it to that individual to then drive the Ferrari to my driveway. Is that kind of more of the concept? Here's the deal is we know that everything starts with our thoughts. But when our thoughts arrive, there's always a positive and a negative, right? Like, so for example, if you want to start a business, hey, let's get real. We're talking to entrepreneurs here, sure. right? So if, if you want to start a business, you're going to have a thought in your mind that says, wow, I can do this. This is really cool. I'm, I, you know, I can be successful with this. But right behind it, you're going to have a thought that's going to say, you're not worthy. You can't do it. You've never done this. Don't even try. And so we really need to kind of understand that the process really begins with, first of all, having clarity about what we really want setting up supportive networks that are going to empower and give us the programming we need to recognize the positive thinking. And then here's the deal. It's not take action. I know all these guys right now on the internet, they're talking about hustle, grind, wake up, be part of the 5 a.m. club, stay up late, blah, blah, blah. It's not action, massive action. It's deliberate action. So we need to then understand and recognize with our thoughts what actions are going to give us the most productive results. And that's where things start. 
clarity, your networks, Fire Nation, things that you need to be focusing on. Now, let's talk about our programming because a lot of us have both conscious and subconscious programming. And obviously, there's ways that we can work on that. We can potentially even change our programming when we go about it in the right manner. What does that look like? Can we change our programming? 100% we can. In fact, it's interesting. Most of the time when people have this discussion around programming, they say, oh, man, I was programmed as a kid. I'm turning out just like my mom or my dad. They, you know, My life doesn't support me because of where I came from. Uh, I love this idea that you started to talk about there about networks because the truth is, is I love that quote. It's so true. It says you're like the five people you spend the most time with. Spend means like current, right? It means like right now what's going on, not who you spent. And it's true. We come from places. But that doesn't define who we are now. And this idea of programming, most people forget that it's actually ongoing. So if you choose to level up and to spend your time with a higher group of people now or a higher set of influences, you're being programmed to that level. And so I think it's really important that we raise our standards of what we choose to surround ourselves with and bring ourselves, you know, bring into our lives. I love that quote that you brought up. And for me, it's actually one, Doug, that I end every Entrepreneurs on Fire episode with. I say, Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people that you are currently spending the most time with. And right now, in this moment, you're hanging out with Doug and JLD. So keep up that heat because your average is pretty awesome right now. Two of your five people you're spending the most time with today are two pretty cool people. So keep up that heat. And it's so important, Fire Nation, you continue to drive forward with that knowledge. And I mean, Doug, you've gone through and interviewed some of the greatest business leaders, you know, of companies like Nike, Reebok, Fruit of the Loom, FedEx, American Airlines, fill in the blank. I mean, the best of the best. Talk to us about some of the things that you learned having conversations with individuals and leaders of those great companies. Obviously, a lot of it is connected to your thoughts. Like, here's the deal is, quite frankly, I didn't come from an entrepreneurial background. My dad, like, worked construction and my mom babysat kids in the home. We were kind of broke, stuck in the poverty pattern. Like, no kidding. I was wearing, like, hand-me-downs in high school, and it totally sucked. So for me to make that shift into really becoming a, be- a believer in myself, first of all, right? Like, before we be- we become this like business titan, this business entrepreneur leader, we've got to believe in ourselves and we've got to be our biggest cheerleader. Well, I didn't have that kind of idea or that mindset. And so that was the number one shift. But here's a really cool story of something that I think will be useful for your entrepreneurs as well. So when I started doing these interviews with the top achievers and business leaders, I had this friend who was worth about 300 million, self-made total entrepreneur. And I I wanted to get some help with a business that I was going to start. And so I came to him and I I started asking questions like, how should I do this? How can I, you know, find that? How can I get the customers? What should I do for marketing? And and I was kind of asking all these questions and he stopped me and says, "Uh, I can tell you're going to start a very small company. And I was like, (laughs) kind of offended. I was like, what are you talking about, man? That's like kind of mean to say. And so I said, what's going on here? And he goes, yeah, you're going to start a very small company. And I said, well, why is that? And he goes, well, it's because you're asking selfish questions. And I was like, well, what do you mean by that? And he goes, well, you're asking about how can I, how should I, all this I stuff. He goes, the question you need to be asking is, who can help me with this? Who can answer these questions? Who can open the door? Who can give me these products? Who can, et cetera, et cetera. And then he explained this really cool principle. He said, you need to start thinking beyond yourself because you'll never scale if you're the only guy in charge of everything. And then he says, if you're a cog in the wheel, you're a clog in the wheel. 
So get yourself out of there and start asking who questions instead of the selfish questions. That was a game changer for me. Wow, Fire Nation, I hope you're taking notes. I hope you're pressing pause. I hope you're pressing rewind 30 seconds to listen to these value bombs as Doug is dropping them. And Doug, we're talking a lot about thoughts. What Mm. are some of the greatest influences on our thinking? Well, I think the first one that we're all talking about right now is, again, your network. Those that allow uh, really you to think higher. Here's the deal that most people forget. We think that we need to be always proactive in our thoughts in order for them to be successful, right? Like we think that's how they arrive. But the truth is, is we are actually very reactionary. We respond to the things in our environment. Everything is a stimulus. Like, for example, if I even right now, let's let's do, do an experiment here. If I said the word dog. Right away, everybody's thinking about a dog, the color, the size, etc. But until I brought that word up, nobody was thinking dog. There's nobody in the audience that had that on their mind, unless you had a dog in your room, right? <laughs> but here's the deal is if we think in advance of what we want for certain outcomes, when those things show up, then we have control. As it stood right now with that example, I have control because I'm the one that mentioned the dog, right? So what I think we need to do is we need to understand that there are going to be certain things in our environment that are going to stimulate our thinking. And if we make decisions ahead of time, and then we up-level our environment, and we put ourselves in the right places, our thinking will actually be sort of probed and, 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 and built to respond in a higher level way, rather than the low, slow, and the no level thinking. So it comes with the decisions ahead of time. That's the number one thing. Purple elephants. I got you, Fire Nation. I got you. I mean, I love how you broke that down, Doug. Reactionary. I mean, we respond to our environment. I mean, that's just how we are as human beings. And if you think Doug and myself are even close to done dropping value bombs, Fire Nation, you have another thing coming. We're talking about negative thinking, how learning from 400 top achievers has changed Doug's thinking, and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Thinkific is the best platform to create, market, and sell your own online courses. And we speak from personal experience. We've been hosting our online courses with Thinkific since 2017. With Thinkific, our ability to deliver content to our students in a simple, user-friendly way has become so much simpler. Uploading videos to our membership site and adding PDF documents and resources is such a breeze. Plus, everything is laid out to help make it easy for our students to consume. One of my favorite things about working with Thinkific, their support. The Thinkific team always has our back. So if you're ready to create an online course to help you reach a wider audience, build revenue, and make a bigger impact, then Thinkific is the perfect partner to have by your side. To prove it, Thinkific has an exclusive offer for you, Fire Nation, their five-day course challenge. Over five days, you'll get tactical, actionable tips from five rockstar entrepreneurs, including myself, and walk away with a complete blueprint for your online course. Sign up for this free challenge today at thinkific.com slash fire. That's T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C dot com slash fire. So Doug, we're back and man, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I just cannot stand hanging around negative people because of this truth. I mean, people that are just negative, they literally just ooze it from their pores and it gets absorbed by the energy of the people that are around them. And I just refuse to do it. They can't be part of my life. So talk about how negative thinking really can destroy our success. 
You know, it's interesting too. Maybe we should pause because you talked about being surrounded by negative people. And here's maybe something like when I went out, I did these interviews with the 400 of the world's top achievers. I found that there's some stuff that's often taught by a lot of the so-called gurus today that's actually incorrect. And one of those things that I think maybe we should just pause for a minute and talk about is this idea of avoiding toxic people. Yeah. Now, it's true. I, I agree. You got to avoid the abusers, right? Nobody deserves that. But I think sometimes we mislabel toxic people. And this idea of, uh, you know, if I look at the top achievers, they never really ran from problems. They embrace problems and they learn how to solve them. And if you want to be a high level entrepreneur, you've got to expand who you are before you can expand what you have, which means that we learn how to solve and have uh, solutions for challenges. So the one thing that I noticed, by the way, about toxic people is they really only come in two categories. You've got the complainer, which is somebody who really never has anything to add to the discussion. They've got negative things to say. They've got, you know, no solution, no you know purpose really behind their complaint. They just want somebody to validate it, right? So this is why it's so important that we get clarity on who we are and what we want beforehand so that we don't automatically fall into default to like and subscribe and to endorse negativity or criticism when it comes along, like in that complaining sense. But the other kind of person I think is important to listen to, and that's a critic. That's another kind of toxic person. The truth is, is critics oftentimes come with value. They often have a suggestion. They often tell you facts or things that you need to learn that, that are different. It's just that sometimes they say it in a way that it kind of damages or hurts our ego. And so we're not teachable. And so we dismiss them. And so I think it's really important that we just recognize that sometimes a critic has value. They're just not a great communicator. So it's really important for us to look at. Toxic people, Fire Nation. Are you dealing with a complainer? Somebody who's just whining, moaning, complaining nonstop about everything? Or are you dealing with a critic, like somebody who could actually be providing value because they're giving you honest, real, constructive criticism, feedback into what it is that maybe you're doing in your life? And I love how you really just dove into that on how top achievers, Doug, they embrace their problems, they don't run away from them, and that's what you need to be looking at, Fire Nation. What are the problems that are in front of me how can I embrace those? How can I not run away from them? Well, maybe even, John, I, I like the idea of that, but maybe even using a different word. Let's not call it a problem anymore. Let's call it a puzzle. And the cool thing about puzzles is there are solutions. And the even cooler thing is, is you don't have to come up with all the answers. Back to that idea of the five people, right? Like they're your safety net. Your network is not just your net worth. It's your safety net. So we got to use that, right? I love that mindset shift in Fire Nation. When you kind of use mindset shifts like that and approach problems with a different attitude and a different light, then all of a sudden everything changes. And you are the producer of this new film, How Thoughts Become Things. I want to talk a little bit about this. Like, why did you decide to create this film? Why did you decide to use that title? What can Fire Nation expect from the content within? Yeah, well, I appreciate you asking that. I guess, first of all, to kind of start with why the concept behind how thoughts become things. You know, like I said at the beginning of this, when I was younger, a uh, young kid, my family was in the poverty pattern. We were kind of, I was I was destined to do the rat race, right? Like I was training in a, for, in a school system that wasn't going to support me with the job that I wanted, and I was just like in despair. But as soon as I started kind of interviewing the top achievers and spending more time with people at a high level, I noticed that my thoughts began to shift. Now, at that time, I couldn't put a finger on it, but everything changed. You know, not just my relationships, even my financial circumstances, my first business. Like when I was 19, I launched my first business. 
And I was fortunate enough to have a lot of success. I did $1.6 million in six months wow. as a 19 year old. Wow. Yeah. And, but what did it? It was, it was my thinking. It was these people I surrounded myself with that helped me to see opportunities and possibilities first within myself and then in the world around me that I never recognized. So I knew that I, you know, I, I, my thoughts, I was onto something. So this is really my fourth movie. So I, I've done three more before this, but I decided that this is something that let's maybe call it a missing piece. It hadn't been talked about yet in a way that really empowered other people. You know, we all know thoughts become things, but nobody knows about the how, right? Nobody had answered that yet. And I guess if I can maybe even sort of let a little bit of a, a secret out here sure. for everybody to think about, are things are all around us. We see that all the time. In fact, one of my mentors said, he said, if you want money, just keep in mind they're printing it every day at the mint. You get to decide how much you get, right? So things are there for us. They're in our world. And our thoughts are there too, right? So we have those too. But the challenge for most people is that word become. How do we make the changes in ourselves? Like how do we level up ourselves so that we can actually have our thoughts really match the outcomes that we're looking to create? Because that's really the question, right? I love what Jim Rohn once said. He said, you know, if somebody wins the lottery and they want to keep it, right? Like if you become wealthy and you want to keep it, you have to learn how to become a millionaire very fast. And so this idea of become is really the real question. How are we learning to find mastery over our thoughts so that we can really start, you know, and you know how it is as a business owner, you're an entrepreneur as well. Sometimes the hardest thing in the world is just simply to get focused, sit down and get to work, right? So how do we master that? That's the question. Focus, one of my favorite words in the world, follow one course until success. How can you master that focus, Fire Nation? So critical to the success of any entrepreneur going forward in any venture. And again, you've interviewed over 400 of these top achievers. And I mean, again, I, I named some of the companies, Fire Nation. I mean, Doug has been rubbing elbows with people at the top of the top for a very, very long time. So Doug, take the stage for a second as we wrap things up. Like, what do you really want to make sure Fire Nation gets from everything that we talked about today? Where can we find out more about with what you have going on with your film that's coming out? And then we'll say goodbye. Sure, absolutely. So I guess just to give you guys the info on the film, head over to www.howthoughtsbecomethings.com and you can see the film. We've got some of the top thought leaders in the world in that film with me. Uh, just some powerful, powerful stuff. Um, and then, of course, you can find me on Instagram and other places like that. Feel free to drop a note. But here's here's kind of the value bomb that I want to share. And I really, first of all, appreciate having me on the show. This is one of my favorite podcasts, Thank by you. the way. Uh, you're just awesome. But here's the thing, everybody. You've got to recognize that if you own it, you can change it, meaning your current situation and your future. If you want to create something that really will make a difference for you, the legacy that you want to create, you've got to get out of denial. You've got to take responsibility for everything that's going on in your life, which starts with your thoughts. You can't waste time with things that are not going to provide value or uplevel you to the experiences that you want. And life is short, man. You've got to get going. This is it, right? So decide what you want and then chase it with everything that you got. That's the key. Many, many value bombs have been dropped by our nation. I just want to reiterate one of those. If you own it, you can change it. Think about that, Fire Nation. Absorb it. If you own it, you can change it. And of course, make sure you head over to howthoughtsbecomethings.com. Howthoughtsbecomethings.com. Fire Nation, this film is 
absolutely worth the watch. So take time out of your day, consume this great content because you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with DV and JLD. So keep up that heat as we've been talking about all episode. And if you head over to eofire.com and type Doug in the search bar, the show notes page will pop up with links to everything we've been talking about today. But again, your strong call to action HowThoughtsBecomeThings.com. Check it out. And Doug, thank you for sharing your truth, your knowledge, your value with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Doug. And if you're ready to rock your very own podcast, well, I got a free podcasting course for you where I teach you how to create and launch your podcast for free. Visit freepodcastcourse.com and I'll catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, your online course journey starts today. Join Thinkific's first ever five-day course challenge and walk away with a complete blueprint for your online course that you'll be ready to put into action. Sign up for this free challenge today at thinkific.com slash fire. That's T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C dot com slash fire.